Okay. Joy, are you ready? Um, I'm ready adjacent. Okay. Okay. Just whenever. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're recording. Great. Sorry. It's okay. Are you going to edit this part out? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're cold open. I mean. <laughs> okay. Um, hi. Hi. We're back. Uh, we know. Okay. Um, um, I think we're better than ever, but that's a lie. It, um, yes, 100%. So we're here. You know, but, yeah, I, I, sometimes. I exist. Um, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but we do have a very special guest. Guess who are you? Hey. Hi, I'm NECA. I'm a rising 3L, I guess, or just a 3L at this point. Um, and my pronouns are they, them, and I'm here for the show. Yeah, you mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the fact that we're 3Ls for a second? That, that's like, a lot. Who yeah. gave me the right? Really, though? Yeah. Do like, we know anything? No. No, not at all. <laughs> Every semester a professor goes, surely you remember this from sports <laughs> contract small procedure. And every semester I look them in the eye and say, I do not remember shit. Great. Please explain. It's so surely bad. you're overestimating what I remember. hundred <laughs> percent. Right. Um, but obviously we took a bit of a break. Um, not that we aren't keen to breaks generally. Yeah, it's like, is it really a break if we don't have a set schedule? <laughs> right. I mean, we just, this is, it just happens when it happens, okay? Right. Um, it probably would have happened sooner. Maybe. We don't know. Probably not. Who am I to say? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm looking into Joy's eyes via this, like, video conference. She's like, mm, would it have? Um, but obviously... COVID-19 has put a lot of things out of whack. This is actually our first podcast where we're not sitting next to each other. Isn't that crazy? I know. I can't, like, hold your hand or, like, grab your arm when I'm (laughs) overwhelmed or anything like that. Like, wow. Yeah, like, I don't know how you're going to get by. Um, I I really don't. (laughs) Bring Theo in here and kind of hold him. Oh, my gosh, I have a dog, guys. Oh, yeah. a new development. Oof. He's precious. Yeah, if it anyone is. wants a 13-week-old golden retriever, uh, email badbreaches at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he knows how to sit and lay down and roll over, um, but he's also started biting ankles. So, you know, uh, you know mm. Watching him on Instagram has been, like, my one pastime. Yeah, he's uh, something. <laughs> Wait, Neca, did you take uh, dog pictures of him? I did. They had a little family photo session. It was very mm, cute. We were on so um, on campus, and it was just a really beautiful day. And was. he was so easily distracted. Oh my god! But yeah, it was so cute. <laughs> that has not changed. Sounds like Fred. Um, yeah. <laughs> any okay. other life developments, Neca? You started a bakery in quarantine. I did. So I was like every other basic bitch out there and I started baking bread <laughs> during quarantine. The bread was really hard. So I went to desserts. Um, and yeah, and now I bake cookies, macarons. I'm just going to say both vowel types just to make it work. <laughs> um, and scones and the occasional cinnamon rolls and um, cake. I... I think... Oh, sorry. 
Oh, no, it's okay. I ordered some of your um, cookies, and they were delicious. Made my Thank whole you. day. Thank I you. I do think it's funny that you're like, baking bread was hard, but I can make macarons. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would say the macarons are easier. Bread is it's just... not. I, like, I, can bread. Bread, I can get bread right almost every time. I wow. can... I've tried about six to seven batches of macarons, and they've all sucked. Yeah, you gotta maybe use different egg whites. I think that could probably be your problem. Okay, well, I'll try while I'm at my grandparents because my grandpa really likes cookies. So okay, yes. okay. Um, so let's jump in. Um, let's talk a little bit about like we all go to the same law school, so we you know probably have similar-ish experiences. Um, at least as far as like our interactions with our professors and administration goes, but how was the end of the semester, like transitioning online and all of that stuff? I mean, it was like, it was an experience, I would say, because like on the one hand, we didn't do anything for two weeks, really three weeks, I think, because we had spring break and then we had two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So we we had spring break, like our university, we were on spring break. And then on like Friday or Saturday of spring break, they announced that we were going to not have school for two weeks after that while they figured out what they were going to do about COVID. It was even better than that because like I still vividly remember the series of emails we got because literally it was it was Thursday, like noon. We get an email saying the university will still be having face to face instruction. We'll see you all next week. Get over it. Right. Literally within an hour, we get a follow-up <laughs> email that is, we are suspending face-to-face instruction and all instruction for two weeks while we figure out how to move online. And it's just like, cool. uh-huh. And that was so annoying because it was, yeah. I was in St. Simon's for spring break. And so we were like, oh, if we don't have class, we'll just stay here. And so we get the noon email and we're like, okay, I guess we're going to head back to Athens. Literally the second that we get back to Athens, they send the no face-to-face instruction. <laughs> and we're like, okay, um, guess we're just gonna hang out in Athens for two weeks and- Yeah, it really sucked for people that like live out of state and went oh, home yeah. for spring break cause they like, were like making arrangements to come back to Athens already. Right. Really sucks. Um, but so after that two weeks, I don't know about you, y'all, but some of my professors were pretty good about explaining, like, like communicating with us during those two weeks about, like, what class was going to look like, like, what the expectations were, but then some were, like, um, non-existent until, mm-hmm. like, a day before class was supposed to start back. Um, so two weeks of not doing anything was really nice, um, but then... <laughs> And like, is it just me or did some teachers have the audacity to actually like assign more work? Which like, I uh, get that we had to like make up those two weeks, but you know. Yeah, what am <laughs> I, okay. So some of my professors did it right, I think. Like my con law professor, for instance, she like her entire approach was like grace and understanding. And she was like very upfront with like, I get that this is a huge transition and it's unfair for me to expect y'all to like grasp everything that we initially were going to cover. So she revised her syllabus down. Um, she didn't cold call. She did like online recordings that were like 45 minutes. That was like the lecture material. And then we would show up to class, quote unquote class and discuss. And then our exam was only on material from before spring break when we had like actual face to face 
interaction mm-hmm. and it was like w- like way shorter than normal it was great i mean it was great and then one of my glasses we had <laughs> two weeks worth of recorded lectures from the two weeks we weren't in class plus the new material yep. and kept going so like we just did all of the material still and yeah it was just so much i didn't watch it all I, no <laughs> i'm not sitting through 18 hours of recording no yeah on my couch no <laughs> mine yeah honestly okay so i kind of was in a very different situation so all of my classes there was no scheduled meeting time um so all of my professors literally just uploaded pdfs of the audio um and were like watch it on your own time which i think that they thought was really nice and afforded like a lot of flexibility and things like that um and what it ended up being was me listening to a grand total of five lectures uh, (laughs) and then deciding to call it a day and thinking that i would just teach myself the material on the exam especially after we got that email from wells neca for um fed courts and Mm -hmm. i was just like he was like oh i'm only testing on material before spring break and he told us that two weeks in and I was like, oh, then I'm, why would I do <laughs> Right. Right. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Especially the two weeks really messed me up because after spring break, like not switching back and like still drinking at 2 p.m., you're like, oh, this is summer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that was not just me. No, it was You just spoke truth to power. Like, that was real. <laughs> I was like, this, this is summer, right? <laughs> Yes, there is a pandemic, but also I have no responsibilities right now. And this is very nice. Yeah, I just had nothing. Like, I had nothing going on. Like, it was, I had been mentally preparing myself, like, listing the things. I was like, okay, like, I'm going to have to, like, get into the swing of, like, outlining, really, and, like, all of these things. And then there were, like, two extra weeks. I was like, yeah. okay, cool, guess I'm done. <laughs> well, and I'm, like, I'm sure there were people that use those two extra weeks to be, like, productive and, like, catch up on stuff. But yeah. I don't know. I also was, I think that like quarantine triggered like a manic episode for me. And I was literally up till 4 a.m. making TikToks every day for <laughs> about four weeks. <laughs> so it was just like nothing was going to happen. And I like reached out to like people in the administration and my professors. And I was like, I promise I really want to be productive right now. And I'm like trying. And it's like every time I sit down, I'm like, I can't do this. And I would have like full on panic attacks and I think it's just because like the only good part about law school is like being around people and like being physically present with people in class and Mm -hmm. you know kind of having that connection and law school absent that connection is for the birds I think also like you need structure to make law school manageable and like you can't really get structure when you're doing virtual class absolutely yeah like as annoying as it was to sit through some of my like classroom meetings, I needed them to say, okay, you're going to be here at this time, just like normal. Like right. it was the closest. I'm really like appreciative that they were all during the same time periods that they were originally scheduled as. Cause like, I was like basically still in my normal routine, except it was just all from my couch. Um, mm-hmm. But that would be so nice. Yeah. So I had like no regular these scheduled classes and then I 
I don't know. I think that trying to do class at home was weird because I've always studied in the library or like at the law school because I need that shift mm -hmm. um, from like home life to school life. And so trying mm -hmm. to do everything at home just was not happening. I was like, oh, I'm going to go make bread. Oh, I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm literally going to do anything but listen to this hour and a half lecture. <laughs> yeah. On ethics. Uh, that's one of the things that got me is that my professor that just did the lectures they were longer than the actual class right right i was like this is a 50 minute class are you kidding me <laughs> yes like consistently like an hour and 10 15 20 minutes and i'm just like no and there was one more per week than there was a class that's rude that's the so birds rude. <laughs> and my thing is like i could barely sit through the 50 minute class like that oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna sit here and you're gonna make me listen to an hour and a half lecture i'm gonna pass on that and then i did like the speed it up by 1.5 mm -hmm. how many um how many exams did y'all have three um i had three as well and a final paper me too oh, NECA. Yeah. yeah okay oh perfect um yeah, yeah i wrote my capstone um and i'm actually really really proud of it um but i never want to write another word ever in my life okay let's just talk about this for a second why 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 can i write a thousand words in the same amount of time it takes me to do like six citations can, can we just talk about that for a second citations are so dumb just just trust me just, just trust me. <laughs> I was like, I can't relate because I crank out citations relatively quickly. Um, and then I just go back and cite check them. But I never try to get them all right the first time. No, see, I'm that person who will always just put in brackets, cite title of the work that I'm citing. Me too. And I'm like, I'll get to this. I will, I will get to this. And then it's an hour before the fans do. And I'm just like, ah, oh, <laughs> I have to go back and cite things. <laughs> that's what that's what i did i like would write a bunch and when i was finished writing for the day i would go back through and do all the citations that i marked uh, and i was like well, damn it why is this so taking long. so long it just it's just so much go, it's so much quicker if you do what just do it as you go as you go yeah it isn't because i'm bad at it i don't like the blue book yeah i think you're I'm, you're overestimating our skills at the blue book yeah well, I'm saying, I'm like, don't write it correctly the first time, but, like, at least get, like, the the name of the article, the author, and then, yeah. like, stuff like that. And then I just feel like it. there has to be an automated blue booking system by now. It is 2020 yeah. in the year of our Lord Beyonce, and there's not a way for me to automatically <laughs> blue book sources. Is I'm that seriously what you're telling me? Where is it? Do you know where it is? No, what? I think it's on Reddit somewhere, but if mm -hmm. I find it, I'll send it to you guys. Okay, please do, because... Like, whoever made that should be making serious coin because i don't can't think of a single law student that would not use that i would pay for it yeah obviously i don't want to pay for it but i will <laughs> <laughs> i will slide over a crisp five dollar bill right <laughs> um but so as far as finals go how did y'all feel about like were your professors more like how did you feel about taking finals at home like in that environment it was so awful it was <laughs> so I think my favorite part about like normal finals is it's three hours and it's over, you know? And yeah. I think that the worst thing about like take home week long finals is you feel like you always could have done more. And that mm -hmm. is theoretically true. 
Um, so I only spent about like a day or two on all of my finals, but it got to yeah, me too. where like, I didn't, like, I literally physically could not force myself to go back and proofread it or yeah. do anything like that. I was like, oh, I read it as I typed it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, so I'm sure I'm going to get those grades back and be like, ooh. Mm. But they were all, like, they will all be deserved. I can say that. <laughs> the you, Nika? Yeah, finals at home. I mean, it wasn't like terrible. Like I have a relatively quiet office setup. Like in theory, it shouldn't have been that bad. Um, so I, I definitely have like, I try not to pity myself too much and just pity people who like actually have like disruptive home lives that like right. don't yeah. lend themselves to having hours at a time. If you have kids or if you have a loved one you take care of or something. Right. Um, but no, it sucked. It, it sucked <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I don't have a. I don't have like a desk at home. I like. See, that's something I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I like sit on, I was like, when I was writing my capstone, it was like 30 pages. And so doing all the reading and research and stuff, I was like trying to like sit on the floor and like have things spread out. And like, it's just a lot um, to try to like be comfortable and also like in a mindset where you're like analyzing and, you know, creating like a work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as far as finals go, I, by that point, was so just, like, fed up with having to, one, live under quarantine. I am so tired of that shit. But um, a, lot of my, a lot of my professors, I mean, correct, worth it. Um, <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. That is yeah, the yeah. Of the podcast. <laughs> worth it. My mom's a nurse. She, like, works at the VA. So, like, we talk about it a lot. Um, but by the end... Most of my professors have, were, like, pretty nice. Um, like, uh, the class that we're both in, NECA, like, Trust in Estates, like, I thought that exam was pretty, like, nice. Um, yeah. And he gave the option, instead of writing the essay, the, like, the essay prompt, we could watch Knives Out and then analyze that. And I was like, obviously, like, yes, that option <laughs> is obviously the better one. Um, so that was nice. Um, but I swear i worked on my exams and then when i put the words down i was done like i was not like mm -hmm. i was not taking all the time because <clears throat> one of my professors gave me a week one of them gave me three days one of them the other one gave me three days at any point in the finals period and i like mentally was not going to be able to like sit down for 72 hours and work on an exam especially when our professors were like going to be lenient because of mm -hmm. gestures broadly like you know <laughs> yeah um, yeah it was especially because like did y'all outline <laughs> girl i mean do i ever <laughs> okay fair fair but like it was just so hard to like focus like you were talking about joy like I could not bring myself to think about uh, trust in estates or employment law or anything other than criminal minds was not happening. Law and Order SVU, Olivia Benson, hello. We're in right. season twenty, I think, right now on Hulu. My my outlining was I watched Boston Legal, um, <laughs> and I said that I was issue spotting for ethics, and that was oh yeah about it. That actually could count. I could see it. Right? Yeah. Right rife with ethical issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
one thing I know a lot of law students, not just at our law school, but, you know, everywhere was worried about, um, like, grading mm. um, this semester. And for graduates, like, what taking the bar looks like during a can we stop saying okay is global pandemic just as a side note is that is that like redundant because aren't all pandemics global is that how that works are we looking it up yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i can see you both typing um i'm pretty sure it's redundant so okay no, pandemic, yeah pandemic says of a disease prevalent over a whole country or the world so oh, i think if okay. you global you're specifying that is a a global okay pandemic. Yeah. Thank you. It's been bothering me for the last 17 years, I think. How long have we mm-hmm. been under quarantine? I don't... Anyway. Um, yeah. Grading debacles. Thoughts? Joy, do you want to explain I'm... what grading was like, what the, the like, process was for us? Like, the information we got, like, and how things changed? Are you up on that? I... I mean, I literally don't even remember. I didn't pay attention to grading things. Like everything that I, like all the information I got was kind of like piecemeal from mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that I did not receive the emails. I did. <laughs> uh, but as stated previously, I didn't do anything for about five weeks other okay. than TikTok <laughs> and eat bread. So, you know. <laughs> No, that's that's totally fair. Um, so, there was a big push to move to pass-fail grading. Um, like I said, not just at our law school, but just like law schools generally. Um, just because that's, the thought is that it's a more equitable solution because like Neko was talking about earlier, some people do have home situations where they're like taking care of loved ones or kids or, um, you know, they're not able to... Um, be in a situation where they can like close themselves off and like study and stuff. Um, so our law school um, and most of my professors that spoke on it um, were also of the opinion that pass fail would be the most equitable solution. Um, but there was like a lot of back and forth between our law school administration and like the university system about who has the power to make that decision. Um, and ultimately, our law school ended up adjusting our curve to be significantly higher than it normally is as like a, a middle ground. Um, so now people are, they're discussing whether or not these grades are going to count as far as like rank goes, which doesn't really affect me because I'm not exactly in the upper echelon of like the rank. Um, so I don't really have an opinion on it but it was really frustrating for a while, like seeing all of the, all of the, like literally the top 100 law schools all moving to pass fail, except for our school. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not an exaggeration. Like I think it, we're really the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, which is really crazy. Um, but you know, whatever, we're going to graduate. It's fine. Did Eventually. you see though that on um, on Reddit, someone who went to a school that moved for pass fail failed con law? Yeah, I think I saw that. Oh my god, I did not see that. God forbid. Because they missed one, like they missed the main issue on one question. Yikes. That's bullshit. 
Right. That is bullshit. I literally would have burned everything down. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like pass fail alone isn't like supposed to solve everything. Right. <laughs> Professors also shouldn't be dicks because right. of what's going on. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, especially if under the curve, that wouldn't cause you to fail. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. like, I don't think that you would fail under the curve. You'd honestly probably be one of the people to get a B or B minus. So. Okay. <laughs> the curve. Um, okay. How? Let's talk about work. Have y'all started working yet? No, yeah. I start Monday. I also start Monday, allegedly. <laughs> um, because my job has been pushed back multiple times now for oh. varying reasons that are not my fault. Um, so we'll see if I actually start. Are y'all working in person? <laughs> no. No, remotely. I'm working in person. Oh. Yep, going to the office. Um, don't know what that looks like. I do know that there aren't that many people working in the office right now. But I don't know why I need to be one of the people in the office. <laughs> so maybe I'll go one day and see if we can like get the online tip going because like not necessarily sure. I am an intern, you know. Yeah. Core isn't really happening right now anyway, so like Right. Yeah. Did you ask me a question, Joy? I didn't hear you. Yeah. Sorry. What are you doing again? I'm at the PD's office. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I feel like you can do that from home. Yep, pretty sure. So we'll see. See what happens. It's probably one of those things where they're like, I know that you want to get experience, but if this is the new world, this is the experience I need. Like, (laughs) online. Um, But Also, I prefer my life and health over the experience. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. I get how working in an office works. I'm I'm, I'm an adult. Um, Okay. Anything else on, like, pre-semester... words come to me the summer or like the semester school anything like that before we get into um things we're mad about i mean honestly i can't remember anything (laughs) okay neka do you want to give us a thing that you're mad about first uh side note obviously um don't know if you can tell or know this the three of us are black um (laughs) (laughs) let's just start there we're black um capital b yes always capital b not plural (laughs) (laughs) and there's no the yeah yeah (laughs) we're black (laughs) not the blacks not not (laughs) know what yes (laughs) right um so obviously we have some opinions and we are uh, specifically affected by what's going on right now um, with like the protests, um, the uprisings across the country. Um, So we're going to talk about it because I have a lot of feelings and I'm pretty mad. Um, So NECA, in that spirit, do you have anything (laughs) that you're mad about? Yeah. um, I'll start with one thing. This is going to just, I guess, be a reprisal of what I've already been yelling about on Facebook, but yeah, I just really need everyone, but especially white people to stop 
talking about Martin Luther King Jr. Oof. Like, just keep his name out of your mouth. Yes. It's not necessary to invoke him right now. He was one of many civil rights leaders. And yeah, sure, he was peaceful and all, but he was still murdered. So yeah. when, you, when you invoke Martin Luther King Jr., you're, it feels like you're just saying, why can't you do it the quiet way and just go off and die like he did? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why can't you protest in a way that's, like, comfortable? Right. It's and, easier for me to ignore. That doesn't make my target run any harder. Uh, you just do that. <laughs> but what's so crazy and, like, really fucking kills me about that point of view is that we have examples of people peacefully protesting in very, very recent memory who these same people said hated America, um, should just play ball at Colin Kaepernick. Like, speaking of Colin Kaepernick and football, can this? Can we please drag Drew Brees? <laughs> y- do y'all know what's going on with him? I hope y'all have seen it all. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, how can I be racist if I threw so many touchdowns to black players, bro? Right. What? <laughs> I've given so much money to the New Orleans community, though. Like. He can't be racist because you I, know he poured money into the community. I so let I, those Negroes cheer me on, <laughs> like hmm. you know that oh, crazy, crazy. Like the he podcast, one one day he's saying that like he supports Black Lives Matter, and then the very next day he's saying, "Yeah, I don't think you should be flat like kneeling for the flag." And it's just like, like those are the same like those people and the MLK people are the same people who like yeah want you to be peaceful like mlk but then when we are peaceful no not like that yeah yeah there is no right way right well it's also like not a problem with how people are protesting it's the people that are protesting and what they're protesting um and so like any way that we protest isn't going to be okay so obviously i am a prone like proponent of just protesting in the most disruptive way because then you can't take your ass to target you can't scroll through instagram you can't do like anything that you normally do for escapism and now you're like forced to confront it so sorry about it we're not just gonna make it easy for you yeah retweet turn this shit down you ain't gotta Um, do shit but be black and die so but be black and die Title of the episode. Um, okay. Um, so, thank you, NECA. That was a great one. It's also been really bothering me. And I want to say that I'm really appreciative of having Black people on social media, like, that I'm connected with right now because it is a saving grace. Okay. Um, let's see. Where to start? I have a long list. Um, we're going to start with curfews. I think we're going to start there. Um a curfew is just a flimsy attempt to make protesting illegal. Like, yeah. LA, LA moved their curfew up to 1 p.m. the other day. <laughs> 1 p.m. Also, okay, sorry, I hate to hijack what you're mad no, about. No, please do. That pisses me off because everybody was like, oh, like, us having to quarantine and social distance is, like, against our constitutional right to, like, go get my fucking haircut and do shit like that. But, like, we're fine with a 1 p.m. curfew because, like, that Black people are dying, you know? And yeah. And to shut up and go away. Like, that's okay. Yes. But I, I can't go get my haircut. 
Um, and that is infringing on my rights. Like, did you yes, you, you won't stay home for a public health emergency. Literally. People are <laughs> dying, Kim. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but just like, it's, it's just really insane to me that people are defending curfews when it's like, okay, the curfew's at nine o'clock. So at nine o'clock, you're technically not supposed to be outside anymore. So that at 901, the police can tear gas you. Right. And that's a justification that you were still out peacefully protesting, but at nine o'clock, suddenly we're allowed to war crime our own citizens. Doesn't make sense to me. It's bullshit. Um, and it's just a pretext. Um, which, you know, law school loves pretext. <laughs> okay. Period. Um, Joy, do you have something that you're mad about? I have so many things that I'm mad about, actually. <laughs> um, so let's start with, I will, like, anyone who is racist to me has said some mildly racist shit to me who has, like, made some slick-ass comment, and this includes the people in, like, in high school who were like, where'd Joy go when the lights went out? Can catch these hands. <laughs> if you did a black square on your Instagram. If you're like, I don't understand, but I stand. Like, bitch, shut up. No, you don't. <laughs> you really don't. You've said some racist shit. You're probably still saying some racist shit, but this is your way of signaling to people like, oh, I'm like on the good side of history. No, you're not. Get out of my face. We can fight. Hell yeah. Snap, I love that. Like, <laughs> I'm literally so mad. This guy who literally got jumped in jail for calling two black men nigs had the fucking audacity to be like, you know, like, I believe black people. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're trying to sue Athens Clark County for like, you're a violation of your constitutional rights because they didn't protect your ass when you got jumped for saying some racist shit. So don't sit here and try to say that like, oh, I don't understand, but I stand, bitch, bye. <laughs> okay, thank you, Joy. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but we're back. Thank you, Joy, for the, all of that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> NECA, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> so there's like this new trend going around of people especially white people but really all non-black people being like i'm not black but I hear you. i'm not black but i hear you and it's like we know you're not black becky you're literally white like we know whoa whoa Whoa, you're telling me that they're not black. That's insane. I, yes, I, it is big and true. <laughs> well, you know what? They probably told you that because yes. they can't see color, mm -hmm. you know? They're just so oh, we're all on the right. same page. They were probably assuming I, that you I'm, also I'm not see gay, color, so they want but to I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That really took me to think. Okay, um... I, hmm, let's see. I have, y'all have a long list. Um, okay. I, I need people. Okay, obviously there's, there's protests going on. The point is to move towards justice. Um, not just in like the micro sense of like individual cases, but like in the macro, like justice for black people writ large. 
capital B. Um, so I need people to be more critical and more thoughtful of like actions taken by government and police right now. So like, for instance, Los Angeles, the city has decided to cut the police budget by like a hundred to 150 million, a million dollars a year and put that into like the community. And people are talking about it as if this is like some huge victory and like the biggest deal ever. But the current budget for the LAPD is $3 billion a year. It's half the budget for the entire city. 50% of the money the city spends every year goes to the police. $100 million is fucking nothing. It's nothing. So like, while a press release where they say $150 million seems like a lot, what they're actually doing is they want you to think that that's a lot. So you stop pushing them to do anything better. Number one. Um, do we have comments? I can pause. No, I mean, I get that. It's kind of yes. like when you're a kid and your bedtime I is win. like eight and your mom's like, well, you can stay up until 8.15. And you're like, yeah. oh yeah. And now that you're older, you're like, what the fuck? Like, that's not, <laughs> like, that's not a win. <laughs> that's <laughs> And that's, like, still me taking a bath and, like, brushing right. my teeth. Like, that's the time I went to bed before. Like, you're just like, you're actually giving me something. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this whole situation's kind of been, like, being handled with kid gloves, you know? We're like, no, no, no. Like, it's fine. Um, like, we're making also, real progress. If I see one more video like, of, like, not. police kneeling with protesters yeah. or dancing or something, it's propaganda. It's propaganda. The... I can't tell you how many of these videos an hour later, the police are tear gassing and beating up protesters. Like, mm -hmm. Also like black people are dying. Why are we still talking about like the police or white people or like anybody at all? Like read the fucking room, Karen. Like the focus should not be on allies. Sorry, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be on like the good cops. It should literally be about the problem and all of the people that are dying in systematic racism. So if you're talking about anything other than that, you can go ahead, unfriend me, unfollow me and block me while you're at it. Like, let's just move on. <laughs> because like, that's not what this is about. Um, it's ridiculous. Everybody's being ridiculous. <laughs> I've started messaging people. Like I've literally started messaging people and being like, yeah. um, take right. it down. Oh. oh no, I've had like zero restraint on Facebook these days. Oh <laughs> no, speaking of, I am totally oh, that... Facebook and some white woman shared that Candace is... Owens' oh, video. No. Uh, oh no. You don't want any more, I bet. <laughs> and it's someone who I respect. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> uh, no, I I had like someone that I knew as a kid. Oh, no. Do you like it? <laughs> I nope. had someone that like I knew growing up post nope. like an all uh, lives matter thing like a day ago. And I'm like, you are being willfully blind. Like, this is not like a, I don't understand. She's like, black would be a subset matter. of all in is, that case. If you truly bitch. think all lives matter, then you can say black lives matter. Like, math is not that hard. Okay. It is hard. So it is not that hard. Problem. 
Um, what is the problem? Also, yeah. That'd be like saying like, all chicken no, sandwiches. No, no, all of them. Like, all of well, them. Bro. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like Justin comes like, back and goes, like "No, I think too, all chicken but... sandwiches matter." <laughs> Ugh. What would say all matter? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I like black people's okay. music and their culture. Um, and, another know, thing, like tangentially related to this, people. is like, is you know, I just want you to be more critical, right? So, you know, President Obama had his little video, his little Zoom conference yesterday. It was really cute to see someone that can string together like subjects and verbs that agree. Um, and he like has these like little eight policing policies that are supposed to lower police violence, allegedly by 72%, right? Sounds great. But that 72% number is only if the police department haven't adopted any of them and they're adopting all eight together at the same time. So like... DC, for example, already has seven. And like New York and Minneapolis already have four, and LA and Logan, Oakland already have five. So, like, that isn't enough. Honestly, we need to hashtag abolish police um, because it just isn't enough to, to, to do what, Joy? <laughs> it just. Oh, I, wa- I was on TikTok Anarchy. for a while, but. Uh, I haven't I been getting on it lately. You're on, tic- um, on TikTok, so you probably don't get it. <laughs> I I got it during I refuse. I got it during quarantine because I was like, okay, I gotta do. Something. And I'm not even that old. <laughs> and no, I found some like <laughs> I found gay TikTok and it was a, a blast. I found activist TikTok, which is super fun. Miss um, Tabitha Brown, an icon whom yes. I'm love she's this black auntie who cooks vegan food and is just the sweetest human being i've ever seen i love her (laughs) norfakaki i love her so much um love it but yeah also lowering police violence by 72 percent is not enough (laughs) um we need to lower by 100 percent abolish the police okay um joy do you have something else you're mad about oh So if we're, if we're like doing like the pacifist thing where we're like, oh no, like we need police, whatever. Sure. I'll like, I'll humor you there. Then like, why the fuck is there not some type of like external, like regulatory body? You know, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like this would be like, if anytime I had an ethical violation, my firm was the one to review my ethical violation. You know, obviously they'd be like, I mean, that's fine. Like, we got the money. So, like, some, obviously, some why are there, like, not like, statewide, um, like, police regulatory They have regulatory, boards. like, citizen oversight boards, where it's usually, like, citizens and police coming together to make decisions. Um, a lot of them are pretty toothless because um, police unions, which are the bad unions, no. it's no. really hard for leftists to understand this, that, like, Police units aren't what what we think of when we think of like a labor union that we're yeah. like very pro and like pro individual. <laughs> no, 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 no. These are like cartels, like gangs, um, and they they create um, these insane incentive structures through their like contracts, where like um, investigations into a police into a police officer have to start like like after like a shooting, for instance 
have to start a week later. You have to wait a week. They get paid for the week off. Um, like I'm blanking on like some other crazy stuff. Oh, the investigations can only take a year. And if it takes over a year, um, no charges or no discipline whatsoever can um, come from it. But who's doing the investigation? The police themselves. So who's controlling how long an investigation takes? The police themselves. So obviously nothing's going to happen, right? So like these weird, weird structures where like, like you said, Joy, like you are investigating yourself. So why would you ever? Yeah. Yeah. So we need to take another look at police unions because what Literally. the fuck's going on? I would. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, mm, that's good. Yeah. yeah yeah oh no i didn't mean like unions i meant like a state like branch of like people yeah. that each community elects somebody <laughs> um neka i know you've been to, like, looking into like are we just branch it to the ground start abolishing over? the police lately and i've been trying to read up on it too um thoughts I mean, yeah, I guess I feel like you fundamentally can't fix such a broken system like this. Um, and I feel like you fundamentally can't divorce. I feel like it's just the fact that police do not exist to protect and yeah. serve. They exist to enforce state control and usually state control over black and brown bodies. Um, if you look at like just the kind of things, the petty crimes that people get arrested for, that the laws that are on the books that police are enforcing, which does shift some of the onus on the legislators, but it still is an enforcement decision by the individual cop. Um, like things like vagrancy and loitering and stuff like that are literally mm -hmm. crimes that were created to criminalize like black and brown people who were newly freed or new immigrants who didn't have jobs yet, who were, I guess, like, loitering around because they had nothing to do. And so they like, but I feel like in order to abolish the police, we're going to take an entire reframing of how we view crime and criminality. Because everyone asks, well, what do we do with like the actually violent people? And I'm just like, well, hopefully we can live in a world where people aren't just acting violently. Like, like why do you dream so narrowly yeah. that you can't envision a world where maybe people don't Yeah, like putting the resources that we currently put into the police as, at, where, like, at the very least if, as much like they're talking about it all over the country about how much as, money we pour into the police compared to like <laughs> education homelessness social services and things of that nature like addressing the root causes of why people commit crime because yeah. a lot of the time it's because you have some sort of <laughs> some sort of basic need that isn't being met so if we can meet people's basic needs we can eliminate the need for a lot of police interactions but also there's this mm -hmm. thing where we like, we send a police out, they police do too much, right? Like almost everything a police officer does would be better handled by like a social worker. Like why, why do yes. you need a police officer to show up to the scene of a car crash? Like, why do you need a yeah. police officer in like a missing person's case? Like, why do you need someone to show up with a gun? Like a lot of these things you just don't. Um, it's something like only 5% of crimes are violent, um, which I think the argument is, it, there's more of an argument that you would need someone um, with training, LOL, um, to show up and like handle those things. But less than 1% is like murder, for instance, which people always talk about murder as like, what are we going to do about the murderers? 
Um, but police. Yeah. <laughs> but like, why does our country have such a it's fucking crime crazy. fetish? But also, you know, yeah. Like, why are police we like, don't prevent like, murder. Bitch, calm down. Like, like I, I was, I was reading something care. recently. <laughs> something like you're like forty percent likely to get away with killing. Someone they don't because of how how like low the the rates of actually solving murders are with police like well right well and okay so this always kind of like reminds me anytime i think of like punishment or anything like this it like reminds me when i was a kid and i used to get like spanked or like my ass beat or whatever and it like it never made me want to be better you know what I'm yeah. saying? I was never like, mm, I got my ass beat. <laughs> Let me think about not doing that ever again. It then became, how am I sneaky enough to not mm. get caught the next time I do this thing that I want to do? So like, why are we so into like punishing people and like, we need to get them? Like, why and not like, why are we not more concerned about like sitting down and actually getting to the root of the fucking problem? Like, why are we not, like, trying to, like, reform people? Why are we not pouring this money into communities to, like, make people feel like this isn't all they have to do? Like, get off your fucking high horse. <laughs> well, I mean, not, not to be a stereotypical law school professor, but if we hearken back to 1L Prim Law and yeah. theories of punishment, I think it just depends on, like, what you consider the point of punishment. If you consider the point of punishment just to express societal disgust and to, to express condemnation, then the money is not being wasted. And it's just, that's that's the point. But if you believe that punishment or like anything in our criminal justice system should serve a utilitarian purpose, then people like us take obvious issue with police in the criminal justice system. I just like- You? I, I don't know. It's just because like, <laughs> I'm, I've always been a hard headed individual, but it's just like, I don't, I, I know, <laughs> shocking. No one would have guessed. I just like, I don't even think that like doing it to show disgust yeah. even really. makes sense yeah. on like any sort of level. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Why are we so disgusted? Like, shut up. I'm more disgusted about the I'm, fact that you're asking. I mean, take a I'm, for two you know, weeks. can we wash and our legs? Do we wash our hands when you leave the bathroom? Y'all remember that? But maybe that's in a, <laughs> in a gentler time when we found out that white people don't wash their legs. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that like a couple weeks ago before quarantine, I was like, we were playing this game and it was like, oh, who's like, <laughs> whose foot at the table would you be most likely to lick or something? And I was like, okay, just, like who washes their feet? And nobody so raised their hand. And I'm just like, what? Like, what do you and they're like, oh, like the water. <laughs> and I've never been so appalled. I was just like, that is disgusting. That's so gross. I literally could not imagine. Who raised you? So, mm -hmm. um, I guess in short, I'm saying let's yeah. focus more on Amen. successfully washing our bodies. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else we're doing upstairs? <laughs> we're mad about. Okay. Um. Okay. I have two things that I'm mad about. Actually, I feel like. If you are an ally 
ally, that was air quotes, and you're listening to this, I really need you to check yourself because like you being paternalistic and thinking that you know all of the answers is basically the same as you being racist. Listen so hard. maybe we take this time and we listen to the people who have actually experienced it, have actually, literally, literally, not that kind of listening you do when like your mom's like ranting at you and you're like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Like, it's not like one of those. It's like, you actually need to listen because I feel like the people who are like claiming, Oh, like I listen, I stand with you and all of those other things. And the people that are all lives mattering are like the same with different words. Correct. So like, let's just really consider (laughs) what being an ally is. It's, it's being an advocate, if you will. Like, if you're a lawyer, you don't get to, like, argue what you want to argue. Like, you're you're an advocate for your client. Like, you don't get to just make up whatever the fuck you want to do. So, Um, be a good lawyer, be a good advocate, and (laughs) shut the fuck up. Do you want to... Okay, never mind. I have another one. I have another one. Um, Free... That's what I was asking. Um, free speech does not mean that. It just doesn't. Um, it doesn't mean that the New York Times has to publish an opinion piece by a senator who is calling for military strikes against citizens of the United States. That's not what it means. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean that... Uh, anyone can say anything they want whenever on Twitter. doesn't mean that. Um, It means that the government isn't going to penalize you for the speech you say. That's it. That's what it means. So stop saying free speech when Twitter is like, quote unquote, censoring, when they're like tagging the, the, they're correcting the president, right? When Snapchat decides they're not going to cover the president anymore. When like, Facebook, oh wait, Facebook isn't doing shit because Facebook wants, oh my God. Can we talk about the the Candace Owens thing for a second, NECA? That video is like the top thing being viewed and shared on on Facebook today. Mm -hmm. Something like 19 million, something incredibly high. Whereas that Plandemic fake documentary, do y'all remember that? That thing where they were like talking about coronavirus as a Mm -hmm. hoax was only like at 8 million and like i swear it was everywhere yeah so this is like super viral and one disgusting and coonery um so facebook needs to do better um generally that's a whole nother rant topic um but yeah stop saying free speech is being violated when a private business or private entity like social media like twitter like facebook is telling you you can't say something that's it. Absolutely. Also, like, stop saying it when you get your ass flamed for saying some mm. racist that shit. That's my favorite one. Is like when they're like, "Well, I think all black people." No, should you die. still get and consequences, then hop on their bitch. Ass and like free speech. Like, does nobody believe in free speech anymore? Like, bitch, no. Uh, anyway. I don't. Have to. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> just you can't be works. arrested. For saying no most dumbass shit. Society wouldn't condemn you for saying some dumbass shit. I'm done. I mean, well, okay. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. We should, honestly. 
I mean, <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that your last one? Okay, I have one more. Um, this is for all of the people that are listening that are that identify as white women or could also be perceived as white women. I would just like to say that for all of time, for all of history, you have been able to like weaponize your femininity against like men of color, actually against anybody because white women tears are worth so much money, like so much like emotions, like all it takes is a white woman to like get on TV and start crying and like everybody's willing to like pull out their yeah. wallets. Like, oh, how are we gonna do it? Like the fucking ASPCA commercials, do you know what I'm talking about? When people are like, oh, yeah. like literally all of that shit. So now is the time, now is the time to use your femininity for the culture. Now is the time to like weaponize it against white men because honestly, you're the only person that they care about. So like, I need you on the forefront. I need you to use your tears for good for once. Let's do that. Instead of Amy Coopering um, black men, let's start Amy <laughs> Coopering white men. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, I'm also stop asking how, stop like, asking I, it, like, I if one more person asks me to like that. tell them oh, what's going it. on like explain yeah. something to them like if you're not a black person I do not have to explain anything to you like I will I will talk <laughs> I am much more willing to explain something to a black person about black what's person going on because <laughs> they have you know, at least a very basic understanding of what it's like to be black than I am to explain 400 years of oppression to the people that oppress us. I just, I'm just not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Google is free. It exists. Um, there are probably 8 trillion fucking reading lists for white people right now. Okay, go find one, go read it, and leave me alone. That's it. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay, yes. Also, like, I'm I'm more likely to have that conversation with you if we're, like, actually friends. You know? But, like, people that I literally have never had a conversation with other than, like, hey, how's it going, um, have <laughs> reached out to me via Instagram and it's like, I just want to know what I can do. Bitch, first of all, don't <laughs> reach out to me though. because like, I'm the only Black person you know. Like, that is the oh problem. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> my phone has been blowing up all week. Hmm. They're like, like, I know neck is black. black people do <laughs> I know? Literally, like, am I like, am I truly like, the only black person in the life? Questions for you. Like, and, <laughs> that bitch NECA. Let me text her. Let me text them. Ugh. Literally, people. I just think that it's so funny yes. that it's like, I. Haley. Some of these oh, people I literally too. cannot pick out of a line. <laughs> if they're like, oh, show me who like Jessica is. I was gonna actually say Haley. Um, point out which girl's Haley. I'd be like, no fucking idea. Right. Like we are not on speaking terms. Why do you feel like it's appropriate to ask me? These okay. I mean, right that's a pretty good rule. If you don't have my number, don't don't message me on Instagram. Oh, okay. I feel like that's a good this has been really great. Any more <laughs> anger, Neka? Do you have anything you're mad about? Anything else? <laughs> um oh 
I mean everything, but you know nothing. Right. Well, I, I was going to suggest though, that because I wanted to like shift. Look, go ahead, Joy. Like, go ahead. Fuck it up. Babe. Into like productive energy. Okay. Look at us. <laughs> it's funny that <laughs> that this is the next topic okay, when we just so railed against people, people asking us what they time. can do. Um, Perfect. Absolutely. I like. I'm totally fine with volunteering the information, but for you to slide in my DM, it's presumptuous. It's presumptuous. That's it. Okay. Could have easily Perfect. have slid Continue. into Google and typed that shit in the search bar. Is mm-hmm. my, yeah, yeah. Because black people are not required to do the heavy lifting. We did that for a while. Um, physically. Um, okay. So number one. <laughs> What can people do? My biggest thing right now is, other than like donating and doing shit like that, is buy the little white kids you know black shit. You know? Because like growing up, I had white dolls and I had books with little white children on it. And like that was fine and I was tolerant or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like white, I feel like white kids don't have that because the majority of shit is like catered to them. You know what I'm saying? And her hair is so different. Let me touch it. And they're like, "Oh, her skin is brown. Like, what the what the fuck is going on with that? Like, like literally, why why are we not like, if you are a white person and you have like nieces and nephews or like white little kid friends, like I feel like you have the responsibility to buy them like different cultural books and be like, oh, like let's look at like." this book about like black kids like let's look at at this book about like hispanic kids and i feel like that's how we make the world more tolerant and like shit like that but i'm just saying but because there is a plethora of like little white kid toys um and you get to play with your little white barbies because there's more than two i get that like we don't buy white kids black shit in the show notes you know fuck it up Love that. So I have a um, recommendation. I'm going to say on an individual level, in um, white people, yeah. consider who your friends are. Um, look at your friend group and are there any people of color? Why aren't there any people of color? How many black people do you actually know? How many black households have you been to? Um, have you ever been invited to the cookout? And not the cookout, but a cookout. Like, what what is what is your like social reach right like have you self-segregated yourself into white only spaces why is that are you uncomfortable being around black people and people of color generally why is that um i think you need to like take like serious looks at yourself and the people that you associate with and like really break down um the the ins and outs and whys and hows of all of that side note okay no putting that aside money open your purse okay open your purse your wallet your bitcoin your paypal whatever you have uh (laughs) donate to black causes do not give money to sean king do not give money or or deroy okay look (laughs) look right or deroy deroy also give (laughs) Yes. Go give money to like individual people at this time. Like there are multiple organizations, there are multiple foundations. Yes. They're like, 
so look at organizations look at lo- go, oh, patronize like, black businesses people. um there are bail not. funds in major cities all across the world for protest all across the world well probably all across the world all across the country though for pe- protesters that are getting arrested that you can donate to to get these people out of jail um community organizations like all politics is local so start locally like where do you live where can you have the impact um law students see if your black law student association is doing anything like around these events um i know ours is getting ready to attend a protest in our town this this weekend um which is great so see if there's anything um they need but also don't be a burden you know walk the line um so yeah open your purse and um defend black people and patronize black businesses and ask yourself why there aren't black people in your life especially if you oh sorry joy especially if you like really wrap yourself in black culture yeah like like, if you listen to uh to pimp a butterfly yeah and like if you you know are just all about rap and hip-hop and all of that shit but then your two best friends are chad and brad we need to we need to do some soul searching okay okay Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, like, don't be a, like, if you're claiming that you're, like, an ally, or even if you're not, um, I think that, like, a really important thing to do is, like, to not be a part of the othering of Black people. So, like, if your friends are, like, making fun of Absolutely. a name, or, yeah. like, somebody's hair, or that they're, like, loud, or, like, some other shit, like, call that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like even what feels like minor or like inconsequential things are like actually really big things and like a part of the culture of like systemic racism and like all other bullshit um so like i feel like that's like the bare fucking minimum you know what i'm saying like if you want to be cheap and you don't want to donate um and you don't want to buy kids books and you don't want to like actually go yes. out of your house and protest like <laughs> literally at the bare minimum it's so fucking what tell people um, to stop being racist oh my god i just had another one. Oh my gosh it was a good one too like, damn so- it damn it i wanted to make my little joke about the bar being on the ground um oh oh if you're homophobic don't say black lives matter Black Lives Matter implies that all Black Lives Matter. So if you're just saying that straight, cishet, I guess cishet means straight, um, Black Lives Matter, you're not getting the fucking point, okay? It's all Black Lives Matter, gay, trans, poly, whatever matter. So if you're homophobic, I will punch you in the throat if you, one, approach me, but two, if you try to say Black Lives Matter. Okay. I mean... Right. Also, let's fucking talk about black women, you know? Yeah. Brianna Taylor, your name. Literally, literally, I'm tired of, like, black women being expected to, like, do all of the emotional heavy lifting and, like, support black men and, like, it's it's all about, like, black men and, like, let's focus on them now and we can focus on... No, fuck that. Yeah, black women don't get enough. We're saying black women credit for like leading literally every i mean every everything right like where would we be without black women um 
when black women are murdered by the police, we don't hear about it as much. Like, like it was going on with Breonna Taylor um, right now, who was shot in her bed while she slept because the police entered the wrong house. Yeah. Yeah. Just. In plain clothes with a no knock warrant. I don't know about you, but if somebody in plain in the middle of the night walks into my house without, like, we're like that's not. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like, okay, (laughs) cool. My mom literally almost stabbed me when I tried to get in bed with Um, her yesterday. Like, like that is a uh, natural. Also, in qualified immunity for police officers, um, work on that. And I'm her child. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's also you know you're you're so right. We don't even have to worry about that shit if we just get rid of the police. Or, I mean, that goes without saying. If you just abolish the police, yeah, just right there. Isn't Minneapolis? Didn't their city council talk about that? Okay, yeah. With a better system. Okay. Yeah. Which. Okay. Yeah. He said we should. <laughs> I'm just, not going like, to stop you. Please do that. Um, okay. Any any closing thoughts? Right. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, so if you're looking for somewhere to donate and you don't know, you can donate to the Loveland the Loveland Foundation, which is my personal fave, um, because they pay for black women and girls to get therapy and mental health services. And I know that that's something that changed my life. And it is personally so exhausting to be a black woman in 2020 and ever. Um and just for like white people listening to this like truly ask yourself if you've ever constantly felt like you've had to like police every part of yourself like the way you talk the way you look like what you're walking what people are thinking like I literally get so uncomfortable when people are super loud in public spaces um just because like as a child Mm -hmm. it was ingrained in me not to do that and to just like think about that everything that I did was not only a reflection of my family but like of my race, of like the people mm. that I was around and all that stuff. Um, so that's super exhausting. And I think that the Loveland is, Foundation is really cool because it gives people, especially in a community that does not typically um, value mental health awesome. services or therapy, um, like I, um, the opportunity to receive those services. Yeah. Cool. Like I said, research, just bail funds, different city we'll like Atlanta like bail fund um, and donate to those causes. Um, because more and more protesters are going to be um, arrested and they are going to need, you know, um, funds to get out of bail, uh, jail. So that's that's my that's my pitch. Yeah. 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 I would also say look, yeah. up, look up your local city and look up okay. bail fund afterwards. Awesome. And there well, will be one. Neka, I promise. Thank you so much for and joining us. This is a treat. Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess we'll see you. We're not going to promise. We'll see yeah, you whenever we see you. Um, stay safe. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> um, but now we're not talking about like 1L anymore because obviously we're not 1Ls. I think that like the natural yes, shift in the podcast absolutely. is a little bit okay. spicier, well, okay. but still related topics. Bye. Bye.